Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Talking Brewers and Packers and Bucks and many things that we're just kind of anticipating coming back into our uh, daily, everyday lives. Uh, Lily Zhao from Fox 6. Newly with Fox 6. Uh, went from Green Bay down to Milwaukee. So congratulations to Lily. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Highline. Lily, how you doing today? Hey, good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, I saw you. I saw your stand-up. Uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or Saturday, where you kind of went from one position. Uh, you were in the front of a football field, I think, somewhere, and then somewhere else, you were standing in a parking lot. It's hard right now to try to figure out where you're going to be, where you're going to do a stand-up, how you're going to put sports together right now, isn't it? Yeah, we're just trying to make things work and try to get as creative as we can. But I'm hoping soon we'll have something to like stadiums to stand in front of, right? Um, yeah, I know. It's been a big adjustment, that's for sure. Let's start with the Brewers. Um, and I had, uh, talked to Craig Kishon a little bit earlier. Uh, and I'll ask you, how concerned are you? Let's start with Ryan Braun first and foremost with uh, the back, the neck, uh, the oblique. I mean, it's not great. I mean, I think we were kind of wondering when he would get actually get some reps and some at-bats, you know, during this blue and gold series. And, of course, today, you know, Craig Council says there's concern for sure, which is not great. But, I mean, as long as he's ready for the season, yeah, yeah, might not be opening day at this point, but as long as he's kind of ready shortly after opening day, I think we'll be fine. But I'm kind of curious to see the severity of that, you know, the back, the oblique, the neck. But it's not great, not great for sure. Um, and I, I'm kind of curious to see within the next couple of days kind of what the diagnosis is for him. Uh, then there's uh, you got uh, different guys that uh, are kind of you know Christian Yelich is struggling a little bit. You got a blister to deal with. Uh, you've got, uh, but for the most part, they don't have anything that's substantial when it comes to injuries. I know some other teams are dealing with things uh, that that where guys have either pulled some muscles or they came back a little bit quick or they didn't stay into shape when they were when they were working out during the lockdown. Uh, the Brewers overall pretty healthy. If this team gets off to a decent start, I, I think this is going to be the most competitive division in baseball. For First of all, don't you? Oh, 100%. And the fact that they're playing a lot of those divisional games is going to, you know, kind of dictate where they go. But I do agree with you. There's just some, you know, bumps and bruises along the way. And again, we'll see how severe bronze injury really is. But I think they'll be fine. And that's the really encouraging thing. You know, you're taking a three and a half month break. And, well, not break, but, you know, it's not the traditional thing that we're kind of used to with Brewers baseball. And these guys are coming in not with anything too severe injury wise. So I think that's great news for the Brewers as we kind of get set for opening day in a couple days. I know Craig Council said uh, the week before I left was that he was really impressed with Corey Knable and the ability to throw the ball and to see him throwing strong again. If Corey Knable can give you anything, and Freddie Peralta's stable, you've got Suter, and then obviously Josh Hader, how strong uh, a bullpen does this team have? I think a really strong one. And if you look at the rest of the, of the division, I think they're, in my opinion, one of the better ones, one of the best ones. Um, and that's kind of what I was expecting to see because I, we, we know how Council has really employed his bullpen the last few years. 
especially in the postseason. So I, I'm very encouraged by what I see. And I know we have Woodruff, you know, as the opening day starters. If the starters are good, the, the bullpen, I think, is going to be great. Um, I'm very encouraged by this, this uh, pitching staff so far the, and the players so far for the Brewers. Outfield-wise, even if you don't have Ryan Braun out there, obviously they're still very strong when it comes to the defense. Uh, I've said all along, I think Sogard and Lorenzo Cain, both if they have decent defensive play and they can really kind of set the table at the top of that lineup, this this lineup, with or without Ryan Braun, I think scores a lot of runs. Now, we're relying on Christian Yelich, who has not had a really fast start to, uh, you know, spring training 2.0, but I don't really worry about him too much. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on the offensive prowess in this division of the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think the Brewers are going to hold up really well. Um, I just feel like the guys are really taking their time to really get back and acclimated into things. And I know Lo Kane was kind of saying he was playing catch-up, you know, because a lot of guys didn't have access to, you know, like batting cages or whatnot during that, you know, the time away from the team. But, I'm super encouraged, and I think, you know, Justin Grimm talked today, and he said, you know, we know that Christian Yelich is kind of struggling during the series, but I think he said something to the effect of, you know, he's kind of hoping to see Yelich go three for four with a homer on opening day, and listen, if that happens, and we kind of see the old Christian Yelich, I mean, I honestly feel like this this team will be fine offensive-wise. Turning our sights to the NFL, the the owners meeting today, uh, this afternoon, about some of the concerns of the players and as much as I want to see and I believe the NBA is really probably the most likely of entities to be able to finish their season I don't know if baseball is going to be able to do it or not we'll certainly wait and see and we'll cross our fingers but it's going to be tough for football to be able to do this without the interruption of the coronavirus Uh, so you tell me NFL players yesterday and, and the day before tweeting that they want to play but they want to do it safely do you think this season goes off without a hitch because I don't but I don't know if it's going to be enough to cancel the season you know what I mean yeah and it's the NFL so I'm like let's be real there's going to be there's going to be a season I just don't know if it's something where you know do they start on time do they get postponed and then play a couple of games and then you know things flare up and then they have to either cancel or postpone again and that those are really the big questions but it's just I don't know. In my opinion, it's just really disappointing because, you know, the NFL played a whole season and, you know, it was the off season when all this kind of happened. And now we're just, what, eight days away from <clears throat> the entire team's reporting for camp and there's nothing really set in stone yet. Like, that, that's a little discouraging, in my opinion. Um, you know, they had all these months to really get things right. And about a week before camp is really supposed to begin, there are no concrete answers. And so I really understand the frustration from these players because, Again, they're putting their bodies at risk to, to play a game that we all love and want to see back. Um, but for me, I'm like, I, I, there's going to be a season, like you said. I'm just kind of curious to see how and when it starts and if we can keep it until the end of the, of the season. I'm talking with Lily Zhao, sports reporter and anchor for Fox 6, uh, now in Milwaukee. And, uh, I, I, because you're supposed to get rookies in tomorrow in Green Bay, and I know they're going to do a lot of social distancing, and, and I just – I still can't wrap my head around wearing masks and staying six feet apart and then asking grown men to go out and, and pound on each other on a practice field. I understand it's going to be with you know fat, without fans in the stands, and I understand that training camp is going to be different and they're going to either eliminate or completely uh, or eliminate uh, the uh, preseason games. I just don't know what this season is going to look like. Can you imagine the NFL without fans in the stands? At this point, I mean, the way we're kind of trending with nothing really getting better, I think that's kind of a sad reality that we have to really deal with. But 
Not to say that we can't bring in fans maybe towards the tail end of the season, if there's still a season at that point, if, you know, cases are getting under control. Um, I, you know, I know Mark Murphy has said multiple times, just wear masks now so we can hopefully not have to wear them or have fans back in the stands later in the season. Um, so I really think it's they have to really take it head on right now. But like you said, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how training camp all unfolds because, you know, the structure hasn't even really been set in stone yet for kind of how they want training camp to look and feel. And like we all know, you know, if you're a lineman in the trenches, there's there's no way you're going to be able to, you know, stay away from any sort of droplings or what whatnot of, of sweat and perspiration or all that stuff. So I, I'm super curious to see how this all unfolds for sure. I am uh, I, I'm one that doesn't believe a lot of the off-field stuff really leaks into the on-field stuff. Uh, relationships, divorces, kids being born, things <laughs> like that. It does affect, but... This whole thing, I was watching over the weekend all this stuff blow up about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Danica and how it's going to refocus Aaron. I, do you buy into any of that stuff? Aaron has always been pretty steady and stable. Not at all. And I think it's it's one of those things where I know his public or his personal life is talked about a lot, you know, especially, you know, if you're dating a certain caliber of person or whatever, but I, I really don't think it's going to have any sort of effect. I know people are saying, oh, now that he's, you know, broken up X, Y, Z, the Packers are going to win a Super Bowl. I honestly don't think it has any sort of weight on how he plays at all. You know, when it's it's like his personal life, it's his personal life. It's not going to – I don't think it's going to drag onto the football field. So, you know, I mean, I hope the Packers win a Super Bowl, but I don't think him not dating a certain person is going to have an effect on that or not. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think maybe if uh, you got the house that you need to now sell after you just bought one, maybe that affects your pocketbook a little bit. But beyond that, when you're making <laughs> yeah. the kind of money that he is, I don't think he really worries about it too much. Uh, let me ask you this before uh, before we cut out of here. A couple of different things. First of all, defensively speaking, uh, I was watching uh, the rankings over the weekend uh, on the NFL Network, and they're kind of talking about different defenses and how they're getting better and what they need to do. One of the things that the Packers continually gets uh, criticized for is the inability to stop the run. We all talk about that NFC Championship game against San Francisco. This team, as it stands with the addition of Kirksey, I don't know how much better they actually are. Uh, I don't buy into the fact that it was just gap discipline. Uh, I don't buy that. I, I think this is the same team, just with a little bit of different window dressing coming into this upcoming season. Do you see it differently? Uh, that's a great question. And I, I think kind of when we see how these guys respond in camp and all that stuff, maybe there's a better idea, but I do agree with you. It really is just the same personnel, but then you add in a guy like Kirksey, who, of course, is a great player, uh, not knocking him at all. Um, but until they can really prove on the field that they can stop a flat-out amazing run game, I, I'm i kind of with you. I just don't see that there's a market improvement on that side of the football in terms of stopping the run. But I'm encouraged. You know, these guys are – we all have confidence in Mike Pettin to see, you know, how they're going to get better – um, but I know, again, kind of we all talked about it after the, that NFC title game. You know, how do you have, you know, a loss of gap control and loss of focus in a game like that, of that magnitude? So, you know, I, I really do think it's kind of the same core guys coming back. But until they kind of play a game, I'm not really quite sure what make of that run defense so far. Uh, offensively speaking, with at first I thought, well, they didn't get any additional weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Then I think, okay, this is going to look more like the Matt LaFleur offense that Matt LaFleur wants with versatility with A.J. Dillon, with DeGara, obviously with uh, Aaron Jones back there. They still have some of the guys they're relying upon. Uh, offense in year number two, better or worse than what we saw last year? 
I think it's going to be better. And mainly because, you know, you, all these core guys who are coming back have, you know, a year under their belt with, you know, the verbiage of things. You know, Rodgers is saying every play call is very complex. So he'll have a better handle of that as well. But it's kind of – we kind of got a taste the first year of Rodgers isn't going to be throwing for five, 6,000 yards a season. You know, he barely got over 4,000, I think, you know, in uh, 2019. So – I think we're kind of getting a taste, like you said, of what the future of the Packers offense will look like. It won't be that high-flying Mike McCarthy offense that we're kind of used to seeing. Um, But I think they're going to be better, mainly because the guys will understand it better. They added pieces, like you mentioned, DeGuara, A.J. Dillon, these guys that are, you know, can tote the rock. And hopefully we will find that tight end with, you know, Jay Sternberger as well, getting those guys really incorporated. But I think it's going to be a much better offense, like, overall uh, this fall. And I'm kind of excited to see – if it's more run-based, which I do believe it's going to be, um, I'm excited to see how that's going to look this fall. Lily, good stuff. Appreciate it. Congratulations on the new gig in Milwaukee, and we'll see you soon, okay? Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. There you go. Lily Zhao, sports reporter and anchor for Fox 6 now in Milwaukee, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.